Looking at the various ways dairy contributes to Wisconsin's economy, we're talking with Mark Stevenson, Extension Dairy Policy Analyst at UW-Madison, and I'm Lori Kolb. Earlier this year, a report came out. Dairy contributes about $45 billion to Wisconsin's industrial revenues. Stevenson says dairy means more than milk. It's not just milk. It's what we make from the milk, the cheese, how much employment that engenders and uh, what the sales are for those products. It's not just the dairy products itself that contribute to the economy, but it's the egg-related businesses as well. Absolutely. It's input suppliers. So, I mean, we tend to focus at the farm, right? That's what we think about. How is it for dairy producers? But on both ends of that, you know, you have um, contributions to the economy. Uh, It's the feed suppliers. It's the veterinarians. It's the consultants. It's the milk haulers. It's a variety of things that are, you know, leading up to the farm gate. And then after the farm gate, of course, you've got the processing. And honestly, when we look at um, the kind of study that was done that looks at the economic multipliers, um, the big multipliers for the state's dairy industry really come a lot from the uh, processing sector. So processors, of course, couldn't process dairy products if they didn't have milk. Um, Milk is a very important part of that, but, you know, it's, it's not just farms alone. We saw Dean and Borden file for bankruptcy. How will this affect Wisconsin dairy producers? I don't think it will impact Wisconsin dairy producers very much. Part of the reason is that we only have one Dean's plant in this state, although we do have several that are down on our southern border, and certainly Wisconsin milk goes to those plants. It's not that those plants are going away. It's that Dean Foods and Borden are now under reorganization. So they're continuing to process milk and to buy milk and pay for it. But I think the real question is probably what underlies the reason for those bankruptcies. Um, And we have to really talk about the health of the entire milk supply chain. Fluid milk has been under assault here since about 2010. Well, maybe longer than that, but 2010 has been very noticeable. And that uh, comes from not just plant-based beverages, which a lot of people want to kind of blame for this, but it's also uh, other beverages like water. Water is probably a bigger competitor with milk than than the plant-based beverages have been. But we have other things going on, too. We're fighting demographics. Children are the biggest consumer of um, beverage milk, and we're having fewer children. Uh, in this country, so um, that segment is is not moving as rapidly. Stevenson says we're also seeing consumers' tastes and preferences change. Good example is milk is a companion, of course, to cold cereal, and cold cereal sales have just been in the tank as well. We we wake up in the morning, we don't eat cold cereal. When I when I was a kid, we had cold cereal every morning for breakfast, and I can't tell you the last time I had a bowl of cold cereal. But I do get up in the morning, and I'll grab a carton of yogurt instead. So I've shifted categories. I'm still eating dairy, but I'm eating it. I'm not drinking it. So there's a need for more food science research to find different products that milk products can be used in. I think that's absolutely true. I mean, fluid milk consumption 
is a concern for the dairy industry. It should be. We ought to look at that. We should see whether or not there are modifications to the product that can be made that would entice consumers to look at it again. However, you know, I think that we also need to be aware that we've got to meet the consumer where they are. If they want to change and consume something different, let's make sure we find a way to put dairy in that category. And if you look at the entire consumption of milk in all dairy products, that is not a sad story. It's a good story. Um, last year we hit the highest per capita consumption of milk equivalent in this country since the 1960s. So we've been growing milk consumption, just not in fluid milk. So we've seen the r a rise in artisanal cheeses, yogurts, other products, sports-based products? Absolutely. I mean, and these are some of these things, like sports-based products are nothing we might uh, think about traditionally for dairy. And even specialty cheeses, you know, you go back to the mid-1980s and this state produced commodity cheeses for the most part, made a conscientious shift into specialty cheeses, and that met the consumer where they were going. So the consumer wanted different tastes and textures and profiles in their cheese, and we were there to supply it to them. We're a very large supplier of specialty cheese now. We've been talking today with Mark Stevenson, Extension Dairy Policy Analyst at UW-Madison, and I'm Lori Kolb.